mind. Tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. That's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that. That's the one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a lot episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 109. We in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most. B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know how this goes already. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need brandy deals, business opportunities, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. And also, if you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify or any major streaming platform, please leave us a five-star rating and leave us a review because that helps with the algorithms. All right, man, you know how this goes. Weekly check-ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm chilling, man. Oh, I'm birthday chilling. recap. Come on now. It was your birthday last week over here. Yeah, yeah. Big How's stuff. it feeling? Dirty 30? Dirty 30. You know, that's cool, bro. I feel like, you know, if an anime characters get that power release, like, I feel like whatever was holding me back pre-30, I'm in a period of transition. But it was cool. Shorty took me to Vegas. We got to see Usher. Got to eat at some of the spots recommended by TikTok sensation Keith Lee. It was cool. I wish I had last I should have took a week. I should have took the whole week. But, you know... It, it is what it is. I got break coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, I sound like, I feel like I say that every like three or four episodes. He'll break coming up. I just got to push. But no, nah, it was it was dope. It's definitely shout out to everybody that show love. I ain't posted a picture this year. So if you like, I, I was like, let's see. I threw, like, I, I threw some shit on the story from that people posted. So everybody that reached out and show love, definitely much appreciated. If you didn't, it's cool. I'm not mad at it. Um, But yeah, no, nah, it it's cool. It's cool. Definitely in a major period of reflection. Not as hopeless, but still a little hopeless. I think acceptable hopelessness is where we at with it. But yeah, nah, everything good. Big thirty. Ah oh, man, As you can imagine how I'm gonna be acting now. <laughs> how you feeling, bro? Oh man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. Um, I didn't know I had a lot of people. I know a lot of people. Birthday was in March, though. You feel me? Like yo, shout out to my homeboy Trevor. You feel me, Trevor? Be out here. Happy birthday, my guy. You feel me? It's on the 26th. By the time this episode get out, you know, go show my boy some love. Um, but yeah, I mean, this week I'm doing all right, man. You know, just gravitating, maintaining, and ready to pod. We got we have an excited show for them today, right? Slick? It's, it's a different kind of episode, so you know we about to hit y'all a couple things, and then you know we are gonna get to it. So you want to introduce how we gonna run this? How we about to start it off? Of course, we got a interview with a TikTok sensation slash musical artist slash actor. And Ty Grant, and we're gonna get straight into it. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a special, special guest with us. We have Ty Grant. Clap it up for her. Yes, yes, yes. How's it going, Ty Grant? How you doing today? I am doing great. How are you? How are y'all? How are y'all? Chilling, chilling. We were just discussing because you know you from you right now you live in Texas and we're from New York and we were just saying how we're jealous that you over here having seventy five degrees while we over here in the fifties right now. Y'all, y'all better than me. Would y'all be bundled up? That's crazy. I wouldn't survive. I'm not gonna lie. 
Now you know what's crazy yeah. is that in New York, fifty is like it's manageable. Like anything over forty five, fifty, you 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 kind of you. That's not ice cup weather. I don't know if y'all do ice cups out there, but we got the we get we put oh, a yeah, little liquor in the ice, ice cup. I'm in the south. Wait, what's your ice cup before I say we do ice cups? Just a just a plastic cup with some ice oh. in it, and we put some liquor in it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. 50, 57, like, this is the nicest it's been in a little minute. So, 75 definitely hurts. I was just in Vegas for my birthday over the weekend, and it was only 65, and I was like, yeah, I, I need more. I need more. So, definitely jealous right now. But no, so, so pl- let's give a little background on Ty Grant, the TikTok sensation, to the musical artist, to the actor. Where do we want to hit first? Matter of fact, let's, let's, let's promote the new single first. This is Ty Grant. No one cares. Do you want to give a little background about the, the latest single first before we play it? Background. Like Slick get it queued up? Let's see. I don't even know where to start, bro. Uh, it's just a lot going on with black people, period. Uh, and one day I just, it was one of those things where, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but for me it's one of those things where sometimes you just, I just, I'm sorry, just start writing. And that's what kind of happened. I just started writing and like, everything just flowed out of me. And based on it, cause I'm, I'm really, um, I'm not going to say I'm too deep in pl- politics and what's going on, but when it comes to like the black community and Twitter and like everything, basically any form of like social media that's talking about us as a community, I'm so engaged in it. Like, it's just, I'm like, damn, like not again, or, Wow, like, or or even history that I didn't even know, learn about. So it was just like, uh, so just to sit down and just write, it just kind of came out. Hey, let's play a little snippet of that. Slick. It's Ty Grant. No one cares. Stole from the motherland How they use us against one another, man Got the brothers calling sisters loud Ghetto ugly bitches How they use our body against us Raping us and beating on the women Sexualized, I'm pretty figured Want a natural body Come with limitations with it Got the white man laughing at us Keep the stereotype up Got no dad at home Me in the streets selling drugs This how the world created us As some low down dirty bums Run, running from the cops Turn into a track Start riding about them gunshots Before you even learn how to talk Dream This is the real world Dream Dream Listen, the rich stay rich, the post stay poor. Wanna change but won't vote. His mindset is weak, but he hoping for- Ooh, that was Ty Grant. No one cares. You can it's available on all streaming platforms, right? Sure. All right. So now like, we're gonna get we're gonna get into the whole origin of Ty Grant now. All right. You're from Alabama. You live in Texas currently. Just give us the whole background on you real quick. Man, uh yeah, I'm from Alabama. Uh, it's been, uh, nothing much really, but, um, the environment got really bad for us. So it was one of those things. I'm not going to get in the tear, tear story, but my mom decided to get us out and we ended here. We actually been to a lot of places, but I don't really count them because we was there for like, what, 
probably a year or like six months or like, so it wasn't really long but texas i've been here since like i was in seventh or eighth i mean sixth or seventh grade i cannot remember so it's, it's a long time because i'm in my 20s now so i just count alabama and texas but that's kind of the backward background of it but i've always been in the south though so okay 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 um so you guys you started doing tiktoks how, how did those skits come about first man i don't even know to be honest oh oh no I'm, i lied i do know um i was in high school like these kids go way back but i didn't start taking them serious until last year because one of my videos popped up i was like hey this kind of i could do something with this but um it was back in high school and it was start off as just jokes or whatever until people started coming to me at my job when i used to work at walmart they was like hey you helped me kind of get through something or depression or a breakup da, 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 da. and i was like damn i kind of i was doing it even still today i'm not gonna say i was i am doing it for laughter not to sound very cliche but it is some sort of medicine like it will get you out of a situation even if it's for a short time but just to know that i am helping somebody in this small time is just a lot for me so the background of it it started in high school when that started popping up and then i started i i started to look at myself as a local so with my district and like two other districts i would be they'd be like oh that's tired da, 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 and they would start saying the funny one off instagram or facebook or, i don't know i wasn't facebook instagram like social media and stuff like that so i was like okay this is it was a little area i was like okay this started being fun so um but last year i started got i started to get more serious with it when a group of people in different locations started to notice me and i was like okay let's see what happens if i continue to do this years on so that's kind of what happened so what was that first video that really popped off the one day it was like oh that's ty grant like i like let me get it let me get on instagram let me get a picture with you real quick uh, it's, it's different on different platforms i'm not gonna lie so for Twitter, it is the spiritual girls. Uh, they they was obsessed with the Uno cards because I I forgot the names, but the tarot. Oh, tarot cards, the tarot cards. Yeah, I was using those as the readings, and everybody flipped out. Uno even seen the shit. I mean the stuff. Now you curse. Um, you say whatever you, you want. Curse. We free. You curse all us. You say whatever <laughs> you, you want. Uh, Uno seen it, and the, but TikTok. Man, would it be that. would it be the link with him but he's ugly video? Uh, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. it got 1.6 million likes. So uh, you're doing something right over there. <laughs> and then on Instagram was the parents drop off at McDonald's. That that got me all my followers. Like that video alone was like it just started growing every like literally every day. So it was like, but I still have yet to Google on Facebook, but I just got Facebook like in the summer. We're going to get into the music stuff, but I just wanted to talk about your recent Could Have Been Records <laughs> performance. I don't know if you saw it slick, but, you know, Drewski was in this, on her side of town. You know, he, you know, he's doing his tour right now. And Ty over here went up there dressed up like her pops <laughs> and performed, had, had, her, had her and Drewski on the floor humping the, humping the stage real quick. You want to give a little background on that? <laughs> My background is he started it. I felt like he was trying to outdo me, so I had to outdo it for the ladies. <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to lie, bro. I don't know what happened that day. So, literally, my sister, because I 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I love me some Juicy. He's a funny dude. He's very talented, et cetera, et cetera. So I was actually at my mom's crib. I wasn't at my because I be my mom lives in Texas too, so I be visiting her sometimes. I was at my mom's crib, and my sister came in the room. She was like, "Bro, Juicy's in town." I was like, "Okay," and she's like, "Go to the audition." I was like, "Fuck it," and like that literally happened. I was like, "Okay, I'm here." I didn't have nothing planned. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna dance." I guess I went as my dad. I danced and literally got on. Excuse me. It was like, "This is funny. Let's do it." And then. I was there, like that's literally what happened. I don't know what I feel like it was one of those days. Talk about that outfit though. She had the blazer. She had the the. She colored the beard in. She got the hat. Oh no! Nah. Hold on. Let me run this real quick while y'all <laughs> see this. <laughs> um, damn. I think you should go to the very first one. It just gets straight to the point. But yeah, that beard was. It, I thought it was. What did you? Cute. What did you? What what you use the color your beard in? But I, every time I could do a beard, I have nothing. Like, I never have any black. So I had to go with green. It was the closest thing. But so you had a green beard? I didn't see the color in it. <laughs> exactly. Like, I was like, nobody noticed. So I just went. But it was green. And, yeah, I thought it was cute. Oh, man. But that was hilarious. Oh, no. Nah, she, she got the Joe Budden beard. She got the Joe Budden beard. At one point in the video, Drewski was trying to get on top of her. I was like, what the hell are you doing over there, Drewski? What are you doing? That's when my ass got up around. I was fucking scared. One now. <laughs> I'm like, Juicy, Juicy a little big. I know you're in the gym, Juicy, but. <laughs> he is in the gym, bro. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. But besides the TikTok and doing the skits, you're an independent artist. And if you hear from them, if you heard from the, the, the sample of her single that came out, you know she's a very conscious person. Talk about some of the, your, your music origin. What made you get into rapping? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Man. Bruh, <laughs> okay, my uncle did music back in the gap. So when I was seven, not many people know this. I think the only person that knows is the people that was there and my girlfriend. So when I was seven, I decided to be a fucking rapper. And I started going to the studio with my uncle. And I had this one song, only my grandma has it, and I hope she burnt the shit. But I was. <laughs> I want to be a hero. Like I was rapping at seven. I was like, I want to be a hero. Like that's basically the whole song. And I never finished it. And then fast forward when I was in middle school. Oh my God. That shit still haunts me to this day where people, I used to rap quote unquote rap with the band or whatever. It was me and this dude. And we used to use garage band and it was, it was just not the best, but I didn't know anything about music. So Did you had a stage name at that time? Yeah. What did they used to call you back then? They used to call me Young Prince Shay. Young Prince Shay. What was the origin behind that? Yeah, you gotta give us backstory. Uh, Prince Shay. Long story short, Prince Shay is my middle name. Oh, okay. Young. Everybody had young. Like, oh, yeah, you from the south, so there was a whole bunch of young. Yeah, it was either young, <laughs> little, and I was like little Prince Shay. Uh. No, it will go with young. But basically, long story short, I keep saying long story short, but um, I just, it's kind of been a thing, but I didn't really kind of fulfill it until now because I was like, fuck it. If I'm doing this creator thing, I might as well dip into something I always wanted to do. So that's what I'm just doing that's and the- learning. 
That's dope. So how do you find time to balance the content creation with the music? Like, how do you, like, do you have, like, a schedule where it's like, I got to post? I know they always say, like, if, you, if you're if you doing social media, you got to post frequently so you stay in the algorithm for people. And then I know you can't, you're not just pumping out, like, based on that record, you're not just pumping out no bullshit music. Like, you putting, taking your time and picking the right beats and getting your bars together. So how do you kind of set that schedule up? Uh, every I'm not going to lie, everything is a schedule because I don't want to be overwhelmed. And I used to be in school, so it was like school work. Kind of, I had to balance everything. So it'll be it'll be a week worth of time where I find it be a week worth of time. Like okay, within within finding a beat, I will also plan ideas of how I want things to look. And then two weeks later, I would use those weeks to do content. So by the time like so basically, I'd be a month prepared. I would do this month before the release or a month before the skits come out. I will prepare so when I'm out, like working or something, I can just post it. So I'll just have everything ready. And now they got scheduled content, so I won't even have to literally post it. I just make a time and literally everything is right there. So yeah, you could really take a whole day, even Facebook. Like there's a there's the meta business stuff. You just go the whole day, post, and schedule it for the whole week, and you're yeah, good to go. Good. Even Twitter now. I don't even know you had scheduled tweets on Twitter now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm behind. But you got to go on a desktop, though. You can't do it on your phone. You got to oh, go on a desktop. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's, some, what's like some of your musical influence? Because you're from Alabama, mm-hmm. so you come from the home of Big Crit. I just found out Flo Millie's from Alabama. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I don't know Cap. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with no Cap. You can ask anybody. Yeah, you feel me? Um, and then, you know, you, you, had, you had a bunch of other people from... from from Alabama, um, OMB Peasy. Shout out to him though, because I like his song with King Von. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in tune a little bit, just a little bit. What's some of your musical influence coming uh, from there? Wait, you, I'm finding this shit out now. You way more than me. I, the only people I used to listen to was a, like, well, first of all, Flo Millie. I didn't even know she was from Alabama, but I listen to her. Uh, no cap, I listen to that motherfucker every day. Uh, who else you said? Peasy. I didn't even know he was from there. But um, and you have um, um, Rilo. Oh, I knew he was from there. Did you know that's not his real name? That fucked me up. <laughs> I thought, like, Rallo Rodriguez, that's two real names. Neither one of them is his name. I ain't gonna lie. He has the coldest caption in the game. You ever go on his Instagram, bro? He be spitting bars. <laughs> <It'd> be... <laughs> I, I need some captions when I take pictures. But, oh, yeah, so so what, what did you listen to growing up? Damn. Well, them artists are new, so I'm not gonna say them, but... Um, well, Big Kurt, I definitely listen to him make like with Andre 3000, you know, Erica Badu. I was really a not, I'm not gonna say me, but my parents kind of made me a like a old type of music or whatever. So we was like Erica Badu, Andre 3000. We got like, uh, oh, I used to love me some Will Smith too. Oh, you was out um, here getting jiggy oh. with it? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad. Well, Say that against her. So I ain't mad at that she getting jiggy with it. I'm fucking with it. Will Smith is a legend. That that's crazy. Uh, who else I listened to? And it was like you know, of course, Tupac, Biggie. They made they. I'm not gonna say they made it, but they they was a big influence. They. Uh, oh, we got some Trina, Kim. Like we just back in the early 2090s. Like that was my type of style. So so that has like an impact of what you do now with your music. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I. Before no one cares, I was kind of dipping into things because I'm still new to this because I never really fully committed to it until now when I'm 20 something. So I'm still new to it, but I think I'm starting to find my sound. It is more back to what I love. It's kind of old, 
and just neo soul. Why well, get to neo soul? But I'm gonna say old for sure. I really do like old type of beats and music. So yeah. Okay, we both from New York, so we take hip hop seriously. Top five, dead or alive. What's your, what's on your top five? My number one forever, and I don't care who says it. Michael Jackson, bro. That nigga is. Oh my god. Oh my You're god. talking about hip hop. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said. Right. Okay, let's see. Damn. I mean, I seen some of your dance move. You could, you possibly could give Michael Jackson a run. She got some mic. Oh. <laughs> Damn, you did say hip hop. I swear to God, you said artist. But uh, hip hop. Damn, this is nobody ever asked me this question. Damn. Okay, first of all, oh, oh we could we, we don't have to do top five if it's too much. We could do a Mount Rushmore, whatever you might. I'm gonna just start naming the ones I like. So first, Lil Wayne, uh, big fan. Who else? Uh, J Cole, I like him too. Who else? That's all I got so far. Two. Cause these you can't are, even give me four in your Mount Rushmore. In, in, in her defense, it's hard to come up with five off the top when you wasn't expecting it. She, yeah. you, you hit it out, you caught it out of left field. Damn. You got Wayne Cole. Wait, what's your top five? Like, I don't think we ever got your top five on, on the pod. My top five, I got Pac. I got Fifth. I got Drake. I got Cole. And mm, my last spot. It's tough. For me personally, I, I, shit, you're going to be mad. I'm probably going to throw Kendrick up there for me. Oh, good Lord. What's my father? I want to take Cole and Kendrick in this because I feel like they kind of go head to head. Nah, but I feel like it's it's just like what the stories that they tell for me, like in my hip hop era from like 2010 on, where I really care. Like, and Fifth, I'm from New York, I'm from Queens. Fifth always going to be up there. Like you saying, talent wise, you know, you throw Hope up there, you throw Wayne up there, everybody. But a must. It's a must. But it's like for me personally, my personal five artists, like rappers, I'm gonna listen to no matter what, dead or alive. That's where I'm going. My my top five is different though. I ain't gonna hold you. My top five is Dylan, 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 Dylan. I mean, I'm from Brooklyn, so I already got. It'll be sacrilegious if I don't put Biggie and Jay Z. So I, my two is already. I can't do nothing about that. Of course, you gotta play Drake. I know Ty, you new to the show, but we have if we had a bingo card for this podcast, Drake would be number one because how how much of a stand I am, and I'd be going, I'd be going heavy at Kendrick. You feel me? Yeah. So I have, I have, I have, I have Drake at at three. Oh damn! Now this is now this is because you know slick. I listen to a lot of California music, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I wanna, I wanna. I might, I might have to, I might have to put what you will call it, Blue Bucks Clan, because I listen to that every single day. And then what you will call it, I'm gonna go with Wayne. I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Like yo, Wayne, that run, a legendary run right there, from a million to on. Phew, Doing it like he been having records since he was like I want to say seventeen or was it sixteen? Basically his teen years, and I was like, damn, like that's like to be in the game for that long is actually pretty crazy. He made a word in the dictionary, bling bling. <laughs> it's literally in the dictionary. <laughs> I, like you have to give him his respect, and also I will always forever give him his flowers because he allowed two artists to be bigger than him, Nikki and Drake. Yeah, and a lot, and you if and. I don't know if you could attest to this, Ty. In the, in this hip hop game, there's a lot of selfishness that goes on. A lot of people don't want you to take their shine, 
So a lot of people be scared to put you on, or they might put you on, but it's only to like a certain level, uh, 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 like a certain level limit. But for him to be open and let Drake be who he is, and Nicki Minaj, and even other artists is under him, you gotta give him, you gotta give it up for Lil Wayne. Oh, it's like I put Fabulous as an honorable mention because I'm from Brooklyn, of course. You feel me? <laughs> Home team shaking my head. I mean, but you got to New York is filled with really talented rappers. It, wait, actually, I think hip hop was made. Right. Absolutely. You, you think? Come on, Ty. Come on, Ty. It was. I think it was like the same. In the Bronx, even though I want to give the Bronx the credit like that, because, you know. I feel like it's a given or it's a lot of pressure, either or, to have good musicians in New York. That's why my top two, I can't change it even if I want to. Like, I have to put Jay-Z and Biggie. Yeah, I just because I'm from Brooklyn. I like Jay Z too. He'll be in my top. top There's just so many. That'll be like one of those things I gotta really sit down and analyze. Okay, okay. So, so, so going to that, how how are you using TikTok to like to build your audience and make your reach with the music? Not gonna lie, uh, TikTok is very well. Social media, period, is very weird to me. Um, so I was at first using all my platforms as one but then i realized a lot of people came to certain platforms to either listen to music or laugh so i had to separate all of them so now with i had to separate my platforms i either got a comedy platform or a music platform so my music platform i use it to kind of build a story or skits uh which is kind of a story too because it leads to the song but either or i'm just trying to build something so we can be more engaged with one another. Because everybody has fans and supporters, but I feel like you will last longer if you have a community. Of course, yeah. You see Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa was like one of the first rappers I ever saw and used that tactic. Like he started off on YouTube, but in that in that YouTube, in the beginning stage, he built a whole fan base that carried him. And that's why he would never be not relevant in the hip hop game because he he has a, a a a large fan group, a large fan base that support him regardless because he built that from the ground up sort of thing. You know your history because I did not know that. Really? All I but, know yellow is, is Khalifa. Yeah. <laughs> but so speaking of TikTok though, so you don't want to put like your music on TikTok. You don't want you. Are you scared like putting your music on TikTok so it might just because you know how we hear certain songs going viral on TikTok, but it only be like. 15 seconds and nobody really knows the rest of the song besides that 15 seconds. They I know you're familiar with the artist. Um, what's that artist that you listen to a lot, Slick? Which one? Um, That was from um the internet. Oh, Sid? Group. Was it Sid or Steve Lacey? Steve Lacey. Remember he had that concert, Steve Lacey? And they didn't know the song. And they only knew the that viral sound. And then they didn't know the rest of the song and he wanted them to sing it and it, 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 everybody was quiet during the rest of the verses. So are you scared of something like that happening to you? Nah, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I have a plan. Like my, oh, actually, I do put on TikTok. Like I said, I just had to separate the um platforms or whatever. It's crazy that some people will find me. They'd be like, bro, I even know you have this page just because I want. I have different personas, just like uh, Donald Donald Glover. I think that's how you said. He got yeah. you know. So I have Tiger and I have Freaky Four Baby. So if I'm making a music page, I want you to be drawn to the music side. If I have a comment, if y'all follow both, y'all y'all follow both, but. That's basically what I do. But if that ever, ha- if I get up, well, when I get up there, it's more so I'm going to be like, look, this is what I'm and Y'all niggas need to study it, period. If y'all don't know the lyrics. But if they know the lyrics, they know the lyrics. 
But um, nah, because 15 seconds of fame really gets you places. Because that TikTok shit, even though it was a TikTok, that shit had them on number one for weeks. So it was like, so you have to have your benefits. You got to have some, you got to have something. So if if that had my 50 seconds of fame, I'm taking that lead. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. So Ty Grant, we're going to give you a chance to just, you know, reach out to our audience. Let them know what they should know about you, where they can find you at. Like, you know, this is your chance. Let them know. Let's expand that audience base. Let's take this young lady to the top, y'all. So Ty, this is your moment. Let them know what they need to know. All right, y'all. Where can y'all find me? First, first of all, y'all can find me anywhere. Just type in 334-B-A-B-Y. I think I spelled that right. Anyways, it's 334-Baby. 334 and then baby. The correct way. No I, but a Y. Um, and it'll be in the description in the podcast description too and in the social media. So you can just click that link yes. and you'll be directly to her page. Actually, um... I can give you a different link and it'll show all my platforms. That'll be better. If you could, if I could just send you. Oh, a- yeah, of course. Send that to just- Well, thank you, Ty. I hope, I hope the great journey. I like, I like the music. I like the skits. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see you out here in the future being, hitting the records and hitting the charts, the billboard. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Well, both of y'all for having me and just taking the time to even interview me. It means a lot. So. Of course, of course. We always support young independents. And I really am I'm proud of everything I see you got going on. You're going to be somebody. And I'm glad we can say we had you here on This Might Not Go Well first. So appreciate you. Y'all have a good one. And yeah. thank you for having me. Absolutely. Peace. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Ty Grant for that wonderful interview. Shout out for her reaching out. And, yo, go really support her. We said that before. But go support her. You feel me? I, I like I like the I like the duality. You feel me? She do the skits, but she also talk about real shit in her music. And we gotta promote more of our more of more conscious rap and just more female rappers. Period. You feel me? Anything you wanna say, Slick? No, hundred percent. Shout out for yo. We appreciate you coming through, Todd. Definitely was digging the music. Shout out to the skits. This young ladies going places, man. So we happy to say we had you here. So thank you, thank you. That's a fact. Now uh, let's get with the show. First of all, man, we gotta come with sad news. R.I.P. To Nick's legend, Willis Reed, man. Absolutely. That's the last time we won the championship with my guy, right? Absolutely. It is. Oh, man. One of those sad he stories. He died at the age of 80. That's a beautiful life, though, 80 years old. And I think, like, we talk about this getting old shit. Like, yo, 30, I'm like, woo, shit. <laughs> I'm getting up there. And it's like, you say, to get to 80, you're not guaranteed more than two more 30s. You feel me? So definitely. If you're lucky. Shout out to that man for living a full life. One of the greatest top 75 basketball players. You know, only MVP in Knicks history, I believe. Two-time finals if he got the only championships. He's the captain. So, you know, we send condolences to his family, but just know his imprint is felt on the Knicks and on sports in general. So. And it's crazy, too, because I saw an interview. They was like, you know, motherfuckers don't care if you're not top three at your position. And it's like, you don't hear about guys like Willie. Guys that, when you look back at that era, they was that guy. But it's like, who came out that was, you know, top three at the position? They was like, if Shaq wasn't on TV, would we still talk about Shaq as much as we do? And I was like, shit. Probably, yeah. Because he was probably, he's the most dominated center. But think about it. But but that also talks about um, the Damon Leonard. Um, I don't know if you saw his um, JJ Reddick podcast. Shout out to the JJ Reddick podcast. But how he was talking about how he was not satisfied with the ring culture that's going on and how you players are defined by their rings, by not the talent. Do Do you agree with him? I think it's a yes and a no thing. I think if your stat, if you're doing a, if you're changing the game, like the impact is there, you'll get mentioned. But it's also like if you're not winning, 
what were you doing but playing great basketball in the regular season? You know, the legends are made in the playoffs. So I think that's why, you know, you go through a couple runs, you get a you get a ring, or you know, you go to a couple finals, that's where you really see like where the champions are made and what's differentiated from great skill and great player, you know? So I I get what he's saying, but I think it's also I don't want to say a cop out, but it's like it's in reference to the fact that he might not ever get to play on that stage. He got has what one conference finals appearance, and he's been in a stacked Western Conference. The West is tight this year. It's like thirteen teams that could make the playoffs, and he was one of them until recently. You feel me? So I don't know. Yeah, I feel it's like, tough. Yeah, you can't throw that out there. I feel like, hey, yeah, I get it. The point you're trying to make is probably accurate, but it's also in line of saying like, yo, I need to deserve my flowers. You're getting your flowers, but they'll be like the legend, like how they say some people could use to touch the top of the back. Antonio McDyess could touch the top of the backboard, or certain players could do this, this, and that. It's like, yeah, that's cute, but you didn't win a ring, and it's always been about rings. So, and I mean, you, but you know, some people actually. People was agreeing with him until recently when he was complaining about being in the tenth place and whatnot like that. Because now a lot of people are saying like, "Yo, are you, do you want to win? Are you comfortable with just having the supermax deal?" Because you know, but I agree with him because like you you do forget. I you know how you said Shaq. I wouldn't use Shaq as an example. You know who I would use if he wasn't on TV? Charles Barkley. Oh, that's fair. Because if Charles Barkley was not on TV. I think you know, and he was a he was a dominant player. People in his era would say though know, Charles Barkley was that guy, but he never won a ring, <laughs> so he would fall. He would fall under. He'll fall in the in the in the in the, in the sands of time. So I, I understand. I understand where he's coming from. Yes. But oh man, would you want to talk about Amanda Bynes real quick, man? The, the Amanda show coming back. What are you talking about? What she do? Oh, My girl was spotted. In downtown LA, naked, out of it. Seems like she was. They said that it seems like she was living on the streets for a couple of days, man. And it's just. And then now she's placed in a seventy-two hour psychiatric hold, man. So I just want to give out quick prayers for her. Like she's been going. She's been through it practically her whole life. Like you people, people forget. Like these child stars. Go through it, man. Like you know, you know, I'm um, Drake and Josh, right? Mm-hmm. Drake Bell's in place in jail. Yeah, not not only Drake, but Josh. Josh, I didn't know Josh was going through it at the time. Like he was addicted to alcohols and perk thirties. Oh, <laughs> he he was doing it because you know he's in the new reinstallment of How I Met Your Father, based off How I Met Your Mother, where um, um, Hillary Duff. Shout out to Hillary Duff though. Cakeys. Shout out to her. She got the cakes. Um. <laughs> But she was he was on she was on his podcast when she was he was just talking about his family um background, like how the dad didn't really want him and the mom like him and his mom didn't really have a, a great relationship. Him um, the, his mom and his dad didn't have a great relationship. They were just kinda like a casual a casual thing which she got pregnant and he just got and gave her a lump sum and he basically had to survive over that and then which kind of eventually led him to a road of just drinking a lot and having a lot of self-hate and popping perk 30. So like a lot of, we hear a lot about these, uh, these child stars going through things like, especially now I could just see it again worse now with the social media. Like these are people that was popping when there was no social media. You could just tell about some of these content creators now and somehow some of these people are putting their kids on a platform. What's your thoughts? I think too much exposure at a young age is detrimental. 
I think that we see it with our regular kids that just be on social media and don't know how to function. So imagine you famous and now you can't even go to the, the toy store without somebody on your body. You feel me? I think it's, it's, it's definitely dangerous. It's definitely not an advantageous. And I think for those child stars back then, the problem was the parents were using them as the main source of income. You know, so it's like you had no choice but to do this show, that show. You know, you you were the breadwinner, but it was like you had no control over the bread. And then once you get older, you go from being told you're special every day because of all you're getting to, yeah, we don't want you no more. And I, if you just brought it up, um, I don't know if you remember Sam from iCarly. Oh, she wrote that book. Yeah, uh, about her mom and how her mom kind of just forced her into the business and everything like that. So you just hear that, like, I'm so glad that I got to grow up without social media and just to be able to be a kid because you feel me i think that helps me out a lot now but prayers to amanda bonds hopefully she gets the help that she deserves now this next story slick it's 100 percent rumors allegedly i'm putting i'm putting all the keywords out there slick so we don't get in trouble okay so this came from from social media alone this is not we don't know if it's true or not but we was talking about the nba earlier and if you are a fan of the Golden State Warriors, you know that someone who was, was a pivotal part of their championship run last year has been gone for a month or two, right, Slick? Mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins. And now there's a rumor that he's, they said that he was away for family emergency or just to handle some family situation. Now there was a rumor by a guy who been confirmed that he doesn't really have no relations with them, but he just came out and said that. Andrew Wiggins possibly find out that his kid that he has with his girlfriend might not be his and might be his best friend. Now, I don't want to talk too much on the situation because it hasn't been confirmed true or not. So I don't want to even put that on there. But Slick, what's your quick thoughts on this? I think it's none of our business what's happening in that man's personal life, especially because it's like it's not like his wife is a, is a what's it called? Is a celebrity. I think that the source is nowhere near verified. It just kind of, the fact that it made it to ESPN all the way to the top was just like, yo, what the fuck? Are we this thirsty for drama and news? At the same point too, it's also like, yo, if that, that is the case, that's some fuck shit. Because I think the fact that we believe that like that could happen to somebody like thinking about the mental not only are you trying to deal with that in house but also the fact that they bringing it to you on tv now boy i would not wish that and, on if, my and, if, and if it was true and i've been trying to keep it low i'm upset that it got out you that's know a fact I mean? like, who's talking that's a thing but i don't want to go too deep into it because i'm like that's fucked You're up not, but that's I, 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 up. I brought this all up i didn't bring it up to talk about him per se but i came to talk about a scenario you know i gotta play a scenario game with you slick go for it now if you find out the child that you was raising, let's put an age on this kid because his kid was five. Let's put four so we don't, you look a little different. <laughs> Find out this kid that you've been hoping that shitted on you, but you changed the diapers that said that, that, that ran to you. Find out that little nigga ain't yours. Somebody got to die. Somebody got to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody got to die. <laughs> Are going you going to stay there for that no. kid? Oh, for the kid? That's fucked up because I, I got to relive that. Now, now you, are you gonna are you gonna forgive your girl? No, you gonna stay for the no, kid. No, fuck that hoe. No. What is wrong with you? No, <laughs> but the kid, if if there's a, I don't know, because I'm a sucker for kids. I don't like letting kids down. So I think that if I I would I be in the kid's life? Can I go from daddy to uncle? Can I be uncle daddy? I don't know, because I gotta. It's, 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 it's oh fuck fuck you. Cause I just ruined my fucking day. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Call me a simp. Call me a sucker. You staying with Shorty and the kid? Oh, not no. Fuck the Shorty. Shorty kick rocks. Bye bye, bitch. Sayonara. <laughs> but 
the kid, like, I have a special spot. Like, you know, it's like I got a bunch of sisters and they got kids. So I'm like, I'm very, like, so if at four or five, like, now, nah, but if that little kid was like 10 months, oh, yeah, kick, kick rocks too. Like, bye. <laughs> you feel yeah, me? You don't, I, don't, I don't have no connection with you. <laughs> if it's a baby, yes. I'm sorry. Like, you got to yeah, go. Like, but, like, if it's like four, like, it knows me. I, I'm the only father. It, we, you know. we take pictures. I'm, I, and by then, I'm taking around all my friends. You know, you're going to meet my kids. So it's like, is that, is that an ego play? Is that a pride play? Is that us just being like, yo, fuck it? I'm not getting embarrassed. I think. As men, we have to protect our egos. Like, once your ego is shattered or you're embarrassed, it's like, it's hard to come back from that. I've seen it from young. I've seen it from old. I've seen it from our age group. It's tough. So I'm like, is that our ego being like, nah, I didn't, everybody knows this little nigga mine or think he mine. I got to keep up a front. Or am I going to go on a world tour? Like, yeah, the, your girl's a whole tour and this is not my baby. But I say, I say, I say it's more so the connection. Like, like I just said, like, if the, if the kid was like six months, 10 months or even 12 like yeah if, if if i know that he's not gonna remember me yeah go ahead little nigga you feel me matter of fact i might not i might not i might i might just stay as an uncle like you are because you know like like prime said you feel me the niggas that come from the single parent household they don't niggas that gonna be the stars <laughs> that's my uncle daddy right there <laughs> nah i don't know the more I that little nigga going that little nigga going to the nba you the more me? i think about or, it or i'm gonna have a kid I'm gonna have a kid, and I'm gonna have that kid bust his ass in ball. Whatever sports he in. Nah, boy. The more I think about, it, I'm gonna be on my Leon shit from what's that movie with Dwayne Martin, the best above the rim. I'm just gonna pop it like you. You got my number. Call me. What do you mean, me? But <laughs> <laughs> but we but you hear that a lot. Like there's a I don't know the exact statistics, so I don't want to put that there. But there's a lot of guys who are raising kids that are technically not theirs out here in this world, bro. and it's a shame, bro. Somebody dying. It better be the hospital gave us the wrong baby. That's the only odds. Oh, that's that the, that's I, heard, I heard some stories about that. That's as well. the only chance that that conversation ended in a way where one of us not in jail, lawsuit, something. Because it's like, yo, bro, what the fuck? Because you understand the responsibility that a man has to his child. And I, as niggas that grew up in the era where fathers wasn't really doing what they were supposed to do, you know how hard you're going to go for our kid. That's why I'd be Cause, cause, terrified. Because I feel like I feel like in today's generation, and, you know, ladies can correct me. I know there's still a lot of deadbeat fathers out there. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like generally, it, I'm going to say for black men, we're kind of more happy to be dads because a lot of us didn't grow up with dads or have great connections with our dads. So we're kind of, like, excited to be fathers. I was about to say, were they were they deadbeats before the baby was there? Because never mind. I'm not even going to do that today. But it's, <laughs> you know the Pookies and Ray Ray's. Come on, I was say, were they already deadbeats but when you when you was fucking them with a condom? I'm sorry. Anyways. But I don't know because I don't know if I don't know how your algorithm is set up on social media, but I feel like I've seen a lot of more active fathers. I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of people that I know who have kids play an active role in their kids' life. They're excited to be even if they're not with the parent. Yeah, no. Without their significant other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just giving a warning out to my boo out here. Don't think because I'm a good nigga and I'm 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 financially stable that you gon' if that little nigga not mine, tell me, bitch. <laughs> Moral of the story is tell the tell the truth. I'll kill us all. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurt. Oh, I'm gonna die just now. That's why. Yeah, 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 that might be that. Is, I'm going to jail. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, that means I'm killing myself. Cause I'm not going to jail. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on now. I might let that little nigga be alive and let him grow up to be Harry Potter or some shit. But <laughs> anywho, <don't... laughs> or, orphans do have the best hero stories or villain stories. But <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Six nine. Six nine got beat up in Florida at an LA fitness, man. What's your thoughts on all of this, man? 
the streets. I ain't gonna hold you the, before you get. I think I think this little nigga set this shit up himself though. But that's just me. Go ahead, slick. Yo, honestly, dog, I think that this shit. George Zimmerman right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all will not. George Zimmerman be having fucking protests and shit and going to all these fucking rallies. He's right there. I know 6ix9ine a rat. Jake Prince, he's in Texas right now. Yo, I know 6ix9ine is a rat. Y'all gonna beat the nigga up in a place with cameras? Well, you gotta swipe in and go use the facility so they know who the fuck it is? If this ain't the dumbest form of hood justice I've ever done seen in my fucking life. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm thinking it's set up because this whole time, it's been a couple years and nobody touched him and he's been rolling around dolo. They, niggas caught him in a Lamborghini at a 7-Elevens and niggas didn't do shit to him. I'm thinking this shit, You, I'm thinking this shit is a little set up by him, a little publicity stunt. That's smart. Nobody been talking about him like you said. And he's top, not G16 classified protected. The government is not letting nothing happen. How many years did he get off his sentence? He did like four months for a 60-year sentence or some shit like that? They gave other niggas the Rico charge. Bro, put the Rico on everybody. The nigga that touched him going away forever. Forever. And to get beat up in the bathroom by some Latin kings in Florida, I ain't gonna hold you. I kind of like street justice. I think we should bring street justice back. It warmed warmed my soul. It warmed my soul. Like, I could could say it warmed my soul because nothing serious happened to him. He's not, you know, ain't really life-threatening injuries. You feel me? He needed to get touch-up because he'd been walking around here for some years acting like he was untouchable. Knowing damn well if anybody really touched him, in a threatening way, they niggas will go to jail. No, these niggas. He been he was he been walking around without security for a minute now. Hey, nigga, move proper. <laughs> Fucking terrible dogs, man. You can't beat the nigga up with a spot where his cameras and you swiping. They know your whole fucking address and got your billing information. You, how you hiding from this? Yeah, but we 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 he, he took he took one for the chin. Yo, get that GoFundMe. Niggas donate a dollar. Get free, 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 bro. If he if he's locked up right now, free, bro. All right. Before we before we before we get to the song of the week and other in other parts of the show, John Morant made his return to the game. What's your whole thoughts about that? You, he had his father wearing the redemption hoodie. Uh, you feel me? There's a parade in our city. Yeah. What's your whole thoughts? This is. The NBA theater just reminded niggas, don't be too niggardly in our business. <laughs> we we invested in it. We chose you over Kyrie. <laughs> like, stop fucking up. <laughs> that nigga was gone for 20 days. They not even a full three weeks. That nigga was gone for 20 days. He came back, he caught a body, he dunking on people, dropping points off the bench. It's like Standard it never ovation. It's like it never happened. He's the king of Memphis. The NBA done created a monster. All I gotta do is disappear for three weeks, get a three week break, and I can come back and dunk on somebody, and I'm, I'm everyone's favorite person again. It's lit. Son, this shit crazy though. But I mean, like, to be honest with you, I'm happy for this. Hopefully, hopefully, please change your ways and change your inner circle, bro. Because I hope he knows this wasn't meant to be a, a life, sac- like a, a career ending sort of situation. This was this was a a slap a hard slap on the wrist so it could prevent a career ending situation. Was it that hard? That hard would have been end the regular season, come back in the playoffs. They already they are locked. But then in. you have then you have a, a, already people was complaining about suspending him already. Them niggas already suspend- had a lot of people complaining about N- oh yeah being too harsh. Niggas oh, suspended. My God, yeah, I never do this to white athletes and all that other stuff. Let's see how many white athletes are there in the NBA. 
that dude have a personality. I ain't gonna lie, AR, my nigga, AR, AR fifteen. That's the whitest. That's the flyest whitest shit I ever. Heard. <laughs> that nigga is really a gunner. But <laughs> think about it, it's the niggas basketball association. So when niggas really start acting like niggas, they had to shut that shit down. I'm like, what did he really learn? He ain't had. He left that program a day after he got there. He know what's the what's the most important rule? Don't take your your smartphone with you to the strip club. That's all he learned. Right. And he jacking, he wasn't drunk. So I'm just like, hold on, bro. You had to be off of something, a perk thirty or something, because no nigga in a sober mindset is going to be in a press live on his phone, sober, and then go flash a little pew pew. He had to be under some type of influence. But you know what? It's over with. I'm not going to even investigate, bro, because I'm dry snitching. <laughs> Are we going to do that over here? Now, before we get to our song of the week, I didn't, I didn't want to put this on a toxic segment because I know you, Slick. You're not even going to even want to even <laughs> discuss this for too long. Diplo. I think there's a new meaning to his name now. Oh, that nigga Diplo? Diplo? That's wild. <laughs> this guy, Diplo, you know, famous DJ. One of, probably one of the most recognizable nice DJ out here. Or some shit like that. I don't listen to none of his shit. But he's he's rec- he, whatever. People know him. <laughs> Recognizable. <laughs> you know me. I fuck up words sometimes. <laughs> well, he did a podcast. You know, they're having a regular conversation where he openly admit during one of his tours he got his he got his wee wee sucked <laughs> by a man. And he, he said that it's not gay. And he also said, Is it is it is it is it not gay because he didn't look the person in the eye? So slick. <laughs> I gotta talk about this. <laughs> what's what's your thoughts on just that whole situation? And is it gay to yes. get the dick sucked? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. There's nothing against. He didn't look him in the eye though, so there was not no connection. He didn't feel, there. The, he didn't feel the, be- the beer here on his nuts. Fuck out of here! No, I'm not jacking that. <laughs> it could be a clean shave face. <laughs> oh my god! Now this is not a slight. Uh, like if you gay, you're gay. Like we we don't discriminate. We don't care. But it's also like as a straight man, you telling me you got your dick sucked. You going to tell me you coming back into the straight club? Hold on, man. Hold on. And maybe that's they're going to say that's just heterosexual men being like a little. Nah. We we don't we realize we don't get to play that buy card. What's the rule? Once you suck a dick, you gay. Well, well, there's a thing in the lesbian community, slick. What buy It's called it's called a golden star. Oh, where they, where this is a where this is a person who is a lesbian but never had intercourse with a man. That's what they refer to as. So is he a go? Is he like a blue moon? Because he, he's never fucked a man, but he's—I don't know—he can still identify as straight. Once you, I'm, yeah, there's no way. Mm-mm, nope, I'm sorry. I'm normally the liberal one on this podcast, and I'm like, yeah, bro. I saw that tweet. I was like, be going to talk about this stupid shit. I was trying to avoid this at all costs. <laughs> I was just—I was just more so about the whole not making eye connection. Was his like his? his it, it was like the line to cross. Like his once he looked was, at him in the eye, doing it. That's when he's gay. I'm like, not the whole act, not you pulling your penis out and having him on his knees to suck your shit. Uh, yeah, it was nah. looking him in the eye. Nah, I know, I know. White guys have a level of freedom, when Europeans have a level of freedom, and rich guys have a level of freedom. That freedom is not afforded over here. What Riley, Riley said, Nikki, you gay. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, okay, pause, 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 oh, pause. <laughs> Who was just like, nigga, how did you even initiate that thing <laughs> if you're not gay? He was just like, yo, you at a DJ set. He was like, yo, come suck my dick. 
like, what the hell? How does this even happen, bro? It's cause rich, white, European. He gets to do what he wants. It's fine. It's good. He'll, 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 he'll be better if he said he was off. He was off some drugs and shit. Well, he and might. he was like, oh, yeah. Because, nope. you know, Charlemagne, you know, Charlemagne is, is, you know, I talk about him a lot. But one of the old stuff that Charlemagne used to say was he got so high before and he was laying on the couch one day, pause, and his stuff was, and then the dog kind of like start licking oh, him. It. He liked it. I heard that story before. <laughs> yeah. So I was, if it was something like that, maybe it was like, okay, you under the influence. But I'm like, why would you sober? tell that? Why would you tell that story? That's some shit you take to your fucking grave. <laughs> Absolutely not. Go to this fucking song. Why are we talk about this stupid shit? No, we're not doing this. No. <sighs> And again, this is a special message brought to you by the people of this mind. Now go where we have no anti-gay comments or rhetoric. We're just saying, if you do some gay shit, we're going to call you gay. And with that said, at this time, we're about to go into our song of the week. So please, if you're okay, listening, watch okay. us on YouTube. Oh, B came back because he knows about the wild the fuck out. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, please, once again, go stream Ty Grant. No one cares. That's kind of weird that I put her some shit out there. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck are you going to put my shit after that while I take? But go stream my shit because it's the song of the week. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, please, if you listen to this um, on YouTube, please exit and go to one of your favorite streaming platforms, whether that is Stitcher, um, Audacity, Good Pod, um, Good Pods, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. We are there. And go listen to our song of the week or go to our Apple Music Playlist and Spotify Playlist because it should be up by the time this is up or probably by the weekend. And go listen to our song of the week. What's your song of the week this week? I got two. First joint. My man Usher. I seen him for my birthday. So all I wanted to do is what I got to do. He dropped a new single too when I got to town. This is called Glue. Check it out. Nothing in his girl throat. I'm like, fuck it, we here, let's go. And we got, we wait, hold on, we gotta talk about Usher. He's the, we know, okay, slick. I don't mean to interrupt the song of the week process, but we know how we talked about the whole medium ugly stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He keep it medium ugly, bitch. Usher, go to your next song. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we got "Don't Love Me" by Roy Woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe we can one and two, just tell me forward. You looking at my eyes so sweet, but I can't fall. Come and get up out of those jeans, go bun that combo. We've been on and off, babe. Please don't say you're in love. We both know that we go, baby. We're like bread and butter. Got ever since we linked up. But girl, I tried to tell you not to love me She looked me in my eye and see that she still wanted But I broke every other girl's heart that said that they love me Yes, yes, that was Roy Woods, Don't Love Me Shout out to Roy Woods, you know, OVO gang, you feel me? Drizzy Drake Rogers, you see my boy performing in Lollapalooza in Argentina Goat shit, you feel me? But song of the week, song of the week. Um, my song of the week, you know, I spoke about this early in the interview. Blue Bucks Clan just released a new single, Legendary. Running up them blue bills, Devin Singletary. She got on thousand dollar heels if you seen it, them. You too hyped about these hoes that I hit already. I'm the flyest if you look it in the dictionary. New bitch ain't the same one you seen already. I'm at home with the maid, yeah, the kitchen dirty. When I'm old and I'm gone, it's gonna be legendary. Make sure it say I have the hoes on my bitch. Put my bones on the mannequin and Fendi, fuck a cemetery. I take my jersey in the Raptors and Rodeo. Flyest nigga ever. Google Maps, now I feel like I can go everywhere. Flyest niggas asking about some little bitches that I can't remember. Big V12, it got dual pipes. No plug, no deal. I pay full price. Pay full price. Top of 10 minutes, can't stay full can't night. Stay full it ain't nights. even been a whole day. We drunk a full pint. Flies, nigga, in this bitch, you can see the feathers. See the I don't feathers. even know what I just pulled. I ain't even met I'm feeling down. I go shopping. Now I'm feeling better. Feeling better. Got a pair of bitches on the top of me. That's a double header. Double jacket, but to you is just a silly sweater. As Blue Bucks playing legendary right there, you feel me? Why the fuck they put platoon in? If you know that freestyle, Lakers leak freestyle, you know where that came from. I gotta bring it back to New York. You feel me? I wonder if people really listen to this, listen to my music selection. They will probably think I don't really know nothing about hip hop or rap, but I actually really listen to a lot of bat boop. I just, but I like to put a a spotlight on some new shit. But here, set to trend, has a light freestyle part two. Stuck in my thoughts. Anything that I ever did for you, that shit was straight from the heart. Can't 
tell me that a nigga's selfish They ain't laying a hand, I had to help you Don't ever try to disrespect me On the media, look like we besties Got some brother, no ozos He was flexing, never gave me a dollar But I never hated I was outside robbing Mama can't always provide it I, I know if I die, mama gon' cry So I gotta stare up beside it In the back door, closed, I locked it Cut him off or kill him on the option Cause I know these niggas out here plotting Hey, shout out to set the trend. That was his has a light freestyle part two. That wasn't bad. What? That wasn't, that wasn't bad. bad. You like it? Is it he he's a he's a drill rapper, but he's trying to step outside of that lane, you feel me? Um, but let's get to it. You know, please listen to our song of the week on our in our Apple Music playlist. But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, slick. Drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA Toxic Servants announcement. All right, all right. No special guests this week because we had a interview earlier. Slick and I are holding it down this week. And we got a couple topics for you guys. We probably want to do it on. All right, Slick. I came across some 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 tweets that I wanted to discuss with you real quick. Let's get it. Now, Slick, you ever you ever had a competitive game with your girl? All the fucking time. All the fucking time. Well, well, uh, a woman asks, "Why don't men let women win when they play competitive game?" That's sassy of them. Not nah, what. <laughs> It's sassy to to not let your girl win and to beat her in the sport. She sounds like a fucking loser. <laughs> Go away. Because nah, if you competitive, it's like you're gonna love to compete with your girl. Cause it's like it's not like it's it's like you can make little games like, all right, loser gotta get a win ahead, da, 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 type funny shit. And then why you wanna be with somebody that's okay with losing? Like I think I used to try to compensate and let my girl win. And then I was just like, nah, fuck this. And then if she's good at something, I'm like, I like that because then we can do it again. I can learn and vice versa. She can learn the shit that I like. And it's fun. It makes it like a different dynamic when you go to dates. We like everything from playing pool, basketball, fucking video games, card games, even spades. Me and my shorty have cursed each other out playing against each other in spades. I remember one time she was talking shit. Niggas ran a Boston. Yes, I said that shit on the pod too. I don't care. Ran a fucking Boston. <laughs> she was talking crazy. I said, I got the last four books. She's like, fuck out of here. I said, give me my fucking respect and walked away. Yes. So you got to be competitive because it's fun. You know, you don't, you can let them, you can win some. Like sometimes you can pull back just for fun. But it's also like, yo, it's energy. Because I know when she wins, she's going to talk her shit. She's going to make that face. That's like, what I'm saying. They, they, don't, they, they don't, she forgot to mention, girls turn to little shits when they win games. Yo, <laughs> yo, it's yo, different. They start talking hella shit like, like, man, like, man I, I let you win. Man, if I was really playing serious, I would dunk the ball on your head. <laughs> I let you do your little cute backup move. Oh, hey, I got the ball. I got with a smack fire out that shit <laughs> Matumbo style no 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 but no, that's why you gotta your shorty, you gotta see what your shorty good at though too cause I'm like it was a time short like I think she was a time shorty probably could've beat me in Call of Duty a couple years ago when I didn't play it she played that shit more, shit like that more than I did now smoking her smoking her boots like but it's like it's just like it's a time and in place and again it's fun and I'm not like if you think I'm wilding at least you meet my friend group none of us are letting our girls win if they beat us in something cool we gonna play again we and definitely also, gonna play I count again myself as a true feminist. Slick, it would be the it would be unfeminist like 
for me to let you win. We, you want to be a feminist? We, we, you're a feminist. I am putting you on an equal level field, Mama. You gonna get your, you gonna get that basketball slapped up in the air. I'm gonna tackle you. I'm gonna truck your ass yeah. over. It's like, girl, I, I be, it'll be less of me to think of less of you and to allow you to win. Cause life ain't. Fair. Life is absolutely not fair. That's a great point, my brother. Life is not fair. And like I said, that shit, like board game shit, I was the only child. I couldn't play Monopoly by my fucking self. She'll clean me up and that shit, but I still play. And I'll be learning. I'm The next day, I'm going to be on fucking Google. All right, what's all these master level strategies? So next time, I'm going to fuck that ass up. So it's <laughs> a so part of the game. Oh, man. Part of the game. So, fellas, don't let your girl win. Treat her as the equal because that's what they say they are, right? So... Whip their ass and bowling, whip their ass and everything, and then talk your shit after too. Treat her like a regular nigga. How y'all talk shit after you score a basket? Like, yeah, nigga, yeah, bitch. Like <laughs> 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 said, yeah, bitch, hold that. <laughs> All right, um, we want to go through this a lot, of, a, a little serious topic before you get back into the fun shit. I want to talk about going through your partner's phone. Whether you whether you did it or not, is it acceptable? Is it not? What's your thoughts? Oh, that's a that's a big topic. Have I done it before? I'm not gonna lie, I have done it before. And, and this might we might bring it up for other guests. So if you hear this question in the future podcast, I'm giving you a we might say we have other female guests. I, I'm gonna say transparency. Transparency. I've done it in the past. I think that it definitely comes in moments of weakness, but it also comes in moments where you know things aren't adding up. And I think that's the tough part. I think everybody can say, "Is it the right thing to do?" No, you don't ever want to be in a position where you feel like that's your only option. That's something you got to do. I think that it it is shitty because a lot of times if they say you go look for something, you're going to find it. Maybe not what you expected to find. Sometimes it's a lot mm-hmm. worse, you feel me? But I think it all comes down to, like, honesty and transparency with your partners. I think when shit is going good, niggas, nobody's worrying about that, you know? Like, nobody's trying to go through their partner's shit when, when shit is, is, is swell. Wait, you'd be, you be surprised, though, because some girls, not, I won't put it on women, some people, when, when shit going well, they never had the experience before. We talk about being that first person, per, first girl, real nigga. And, and, you know, you always talk about girls being his first bad bitch. When shit going well, you're kind of surprised. If you're not used to great things or good things sometimes, and you're saying everything going well, you might be paranoid and be like, oh, shit, hold on. It might be something, might be a wall over my eye. Some kind of trauma, some kind of back. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I think for the most part, I think that's, the trauma comes afterwards, like, when you start. I feel like the honeymoon phase, I'm never thinking about that. I'm not thinking about going through oh, it. Because I'm, like, I'm, I'm trusting it. I think once trust is starting to be a little shaky or there's inconsistencies in stories, that's where you start seeing shit. And unfortunately, we live in an era where it's like, yo, everything is right there. Unless you're deleting it. And then that cause that's a whole other conversation, another problem. You feel me? And it's like, again, based on your devices, that shit could live in your phone, your watch, your tablet. That shit could be literally everywhere. And I don't know. I think that I think that is definitely something that has to be addressed when early on the relationship. Like when y'all told, like, yo, hey, this is my, like, not saying you have to give your passcode shit up. But it's like, if you're venomously just like, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z, that's it's a red flag, vice versa. It's like, it's, if, if you're, there are clearly things that are off in the relationship, and that's like the point you got to resort to, then it's a red flag. And you should really try to talk and address it. Straight talk, lead to straight, com- lead to straight discussions and conversations. You got to be direct about it. I think so many times people try to hide those dark parts of themselves or they try to, you know, I'm going to be present in the moment. But when you're not around, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And we, as you said, people get paranoid. People get scared. And what else can you do but look? Or a situation for yourself to look. And it's like, if I ask you about something, you now this is showing me something different. Like It's like, that shit, that's like the worst feeling ever. So yeah. But yeah so now this leads to a question. Yeah. Are you okay asking 
Are you two part questions? Are you okay giving your phone to your partner, and you okay accidentally looking your partner's phone in front of them? Yeah, I think what I've realized is that if you're going to be in a relationship, like I'll give you my phone to do whatever. I do. I expect you to completely go through my shit if I give it to you. No, but if you're asking to see something, I'll show it to you. And I think I've been, I've learned to kind of just be open. Like, yeah, go through it, knock it out. Because I think in the past, like. And any time a girl's going through my phone and I've had an issue, it's probably been predicated off of like maybe seeing a conversation that I probably overlooked. Like I remember I, this one time in college, my college girlfriend went through my phone. It's like right before Christmas break. And we just exchanged gifts and was about to go, you know, have some fun. And then I came out the bathroom. I was like, what's wrong? Oh, so you kind of have a girlfriend? I was like, oh, shit. I wasn't. But the way that you read it, something versus maybe the intention sometimes gets lost to a point. Because so. you, you can find a bunch of shit on my phone that don't mean nothing. But if you if you are looking for, like you said before, if you're looking for any little crumbs, you could take any little thing as you could. If the conversation could be like two or three years before you even came around. Yeah, yeah. Story, or it's like, you know, why you, you still have that conversation? Why you still got that? I just have it. I'm about to say, I'm, 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 I've been in that situation too. It's like, why do you still have X, Y, Z? I'm like, that's just in the conversation. It's not like I go back to it or whatever. It's like, or, you know, things of that nature. But then it's like I said, it's also levels to it. Cause I think that we've talked about emotion machine before and shit like that. Like when you know you're doing something wrong, you delete shit or you move shit, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like inconsistencies and shit. And I think that's another part of it. I think we're so, what's the word I'm looking for? We're so, as in this generation, we're very much, we can do what we want, say what we want, act how we want, because it's our device. But then it's like, are you thinking about your partner? I think that's something that you had comes with maturity and growth. Like, if I think about my partner, maybe I won't put myself in certain situations or it's like, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And I think there's going to be a, a vocal part of the audience that might be like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want. She ain't going, she's not supposed to be going through it. He's not supposed to be going through my shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's the problem. That's that selfish intent, you know? That's a fact. So I think that should why be open. It should be open. I think like, you, if you really in it for the right reasons, you should be in tune with your partner. So you're gonna be able. To, the answer is if you got the feeling, ask. And if they can't, if you feel like they're not being honest, then it's up to you to make the decision of what you want to do. Do you want to snoop and find them and validate yourself, or are you just gonna walk away and leave? And I think those are where we really. I think nobody wants to leave. People want to be sure. You don't want to miss a good thing. And everybody has that idea that they might be getting played. So they'd be like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm, I'm out from the first red flag. You feel me? Some of us fight through it. And they'd be like, oh, shit. Should I have left? Should I stay? Like, ooh, you tripping on nigga. This nigga wild. Did I overreact on this yeah, situation? It's so many fucking things. Like, I saw a video yesterday. Nigga said, oh, I went through my girl phone. I saw that she was texting her ex. And it's like, I just paid for her to get her, t- her get waxed and get her toes done. And she texted her ex like, yo, come come suck my toes. Eat my pussy. I was like, oh, nigga, I'll die. I'll die. I'm like, yo, what do you do at that, that point? Shit hurt my soul. So what do you do at that oh point? Because you know, you know, the flip is gonna be why you go through my shit. But it's also like, like what's the, what's the bigger thing? The invasion of privacy, the actions, like, <laughs> like I just shouldn't be together. You're cheating on me. Like, oh hell, I might find out the kid not mine. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so it's definitely layers to it. I think it comes with trust. Like I said, I'll give you my. I think. Pass. I think so. I have more so the problem with the reaction, like. If I ask to see your phone, not that I ever ask, but if I ask to see your phone and you're like, oh, or if I even touch your phone because it ringed and you, it's like when you, it's like how you react. I feel like for me, it's more so if you react, if I have your phone in phone in your hands, like, you know how sometimes you give somebody your phone. Nigga start looking at this shit, like, hold like, on. Like, they be watching like a hawk when you're on their phone or like, she won't give you the phone. It's like, okay, now. Yeah, there it's, is my it's something there. Now. It's something now I'm looking. Now I'm paying attention. Like, hold on. What are you doing? I get that. If you was cool and calm and corrected. Okay, and I go both okay, ways. I did whatever. And I go both ways. Oh, I yeah. think the ladies definitely pay attention when they go on this phone. I'm like, yo, 
you want to see it. He's like, I said, I'll give it to you. And I was like, even like the changing of the passcode, like, yeah, it's your device, but for what? What is the reason to change it? You know, voice on, on both thought, ends. There was a lot of there was a lot of skits when um the girl was like in the shower or whatnot, and, and she ran the out, she would take her phone and run, and then Shorty would break down doors, <laughs> bust through bills. Nah, boy, it, it it be some wild shit sometimes. Cause I think sometimes people really just. You know, attention is a hell of a drug, and 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 like, well, I think we had the conversation a while back. Like, yo, social media is like it's almost as bad as giving your phone number out as it is being on social media because it's like, you know, now you got instant access. You could direct message, video chat. You could do all these different things. It's like even if you're not necessarily doing something, we in an era where oh, I'm mad at him. Let me get some attention from somebody else, and then you parlay into some emotional cheat. So it's like it all depends on your makeup too. Like, and it's like some people say it's be security versus insecurity. That's true. But at the same point, it's like, again, I'm a big proponent of if you would want something done to you, don't do it. You feel me? Because if you do it, and then, but then you're going to police, you know, some other person, because, you know, we live in get back culture. So you're going to police the other person. Like, how crazy is that? That now you feel like you have to do this when that didn't have to start to begin with. So it's a lot of layers to it. It's a loaded discussion. Okay. So, so I, I, I never went through my partner's phone, but I'm, what you said about social media really hit home because I'm not going to lie. Women, stop doing these street confessions because I ain't gonna hold you. And men too, stop doing these street confessions because I ain't gonna hold you. It's affecting me at this point right now. A lot of them do them little street confession videos, bro. And you hear some of the dirtiest secrets these these people have. That shit makes you so on guard and cautious out here. You hear a lot about, oh yeah, I was cheating on this guy. I so it's a dirty game. It's a dirty game, but you got to think about. Yo, people come into some shit just liking the way some look, liking the way you look with somebody, liking the way somebody make you feel, but not willing to make the sacrifice to make a situation work. Like, you know, like, I feel like if I'm in you and I like you, I'm going to tell you I like you. So this way, while we're dating, I can get my whole shit out the way and then be like, all right, we here, we here. Like, it stops there. Some people don't have that. Some people is like, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing. And I I see why a lot of people don't want to come into certain things with pure intentions. Because it's kind of like, damn, I came with pure intentions and you was on fuckery. Yeah, you was on some bullshit. So now, like, I'm looking stupid. I feel stupid. I feel like my value is diminished. So it's like, and if people don't get that, it's like, yeah, well, oh, shit. Well, I'm sorry. So let's move on. Can't be mad at me no more. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I think like, and I think a lot of the apologies that that come out of it. Like even oh, I'm sorry I went through your phone, I feel insecure, blah blah blah. Or oh, I'm sorry I was doing X Y Z. Like you're apologizing to make to appease the situation, but not necessarily sorry about what you were doing because you didn't see a problem with it. You feel me? Or you didn't re- repent for it. So it's a lot of layers to it. And you're only sad and sorry because you got caught. Yeah, it's like it's embarrassing you're that you sad got for what you've done. Like I I ain't keep it pee. I got caught out here. Niggas pay attention. Cold world. All right, and the next topic. Breaking news! Breaking news! Lori Harvey and what's the guy's name again? Damn son, damn son. Damson. I call him Franklin. I, I know the little nigga as Franklin. <laughs> they broke up after a three month wild relationship. It's not on a fucking. You know, my boy Michael B. Jordan is up right now. Shout Creed, hundred million in the box office right now. Shitting on y'all, all the girls who call corny niggas. We out here. Bro, you put you add this on a docket just to make a corny nigga announcement. All right, whatever. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I, I I made this announcement to ask you: Do you think the breakup happened because of that sex scene with Chloe Bailey in oh, Swarms? Nah, that shit was funny. I I didn't even watch the episode yet, but I seen it on Twitter. Y'all niggas, the niggas had like three thousand, like thirty thousand book bars, boy. Like niggas is horny. I mean, I might have saved you too. Oh, but <laughs> he he definitely he he definitely got a whiff of of her of her back shot smell. Like he definitely. I don't. I know they said. Wait, she. You told me she. Said that there was like a ball in between them, but 
I ain't gonna hold you. Sex scene's a little too real, man. <laughs> oh, you couldn't date an actress that's about to do a sex scene? That nigga was long stroking the shit out of her. Yeah, <laughs> it was for the scene. It was the art. The you art. You saw the gigawatts. You saw the gigawatts, my guy. Shout out to Chloe Bailey for having good posture and good positioning. We appreciate that. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. And I ain't gonna hold you. Shit is alright. I see you. You could continue doing that corny shit, my mom. I'm supporting you. <laughs> Call her corny because she just discovered she was sexy like three years nah, ago. No, but you know, out. but you know, everybody was was after after you know you know after they started saying that she was corny doing all that sexualizing stuff that she was doing on social media. You feel me? But I'm like, go ahead, girl. I, I they was trying to make they trying to make her the R and B Meg the Stallion. It just wasn't. We knew it wasn't her. It's okay. She still. I just didn't like the interview. I I just think. You could tell it wasn't authentic because when she got on the interview, she would talk about, like, you know, I understand social anxiety. I have social anxiety in certain settings. But she was talking about how, you know, her aunt, she literally had to hold on to her aunt doing these certain things. Or, you know, Bonda's like, baby girl, you throwing all this stuff out there. Like, don't do that. If you have all of this, you could be confident and sexy in a different way than using a sex appeal. But that's neat. That's a different topic here. There. But shout out to Chloe Bailey, though. Shot to Denson, even though you heartbroken, but Snowfall, RP to Jerome, you feel me? They took a real one. Louis should have been your ass. If you watch Snowfall, you understand. All right, Slick, to end this podcast off, I just have a choose one. I go. And this is very misogynistic oh, shit. Of, 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 a, of a topic. But Little Duval put this on his Twitter. And you know, Little Duval's a real one. So choose one, Slick. Mm-hmm. Pretty, but, but bad built. Or ugly, but nice, real body. What's bad built? Describe bad built. She built. She built like a Robux character. Ah, uh, she got a big ass head and a weird ass body, but pretty. Got more head and she got body. <laughs> she got like Crohn's disease or something. Like why is she skinny? Like you got to. I need like details. Like why is she skinny? Like what's wrong? Like like, like she like she shaped like the letter P. You know them girls who would be having like the broad shoulders but little ass cheeks. Oh my God. <laughs> She, but built, she face face beautiful face Lauren fine. London Lauren <laughs> London but bad built or a bad a ugly bitch that's built with like built like a video chick yeah she yeah like what am I what like, am I doing sure you look like Cecile from the color purple oh I gotta fuck Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> oh wait wait hold on, hold on. they're gonna say it's colorism because I said Lauren London for a nice face and okay um you always get in trouble give her ugly let's give her ugly um, she look like she look like um well you can't Whitney. She looked like Whitney from different uh, from different world right now, <laughs> old face, but real body. I gotta put a license in girl, ugly face, so colorism. You feel she's me? She's not even People. ugly. She's just old. That's some fuck shit. That's ageist. But <laughs> shit, what am I? Oh, am shit. I, am I, <laughs> this put this puts any ugly light skinned girl's face <laughs> in oh, real body. Fuck. All right, I'm marrying her. I'm fucking her. What's the deal? That's the question. Choose one. Uh, marry. <laughs> I'm marrying an ugly. I mean, the pretty girl. I'm sorry. I got. I give my kids a fighting chance. <laughs> I give my kids a fighting chance. Oh, my pretty can't translate. Pretty and ugly might make. It's, it's a. It's a crapshoot. Pretty and pretty, we good. If I'm fucking, though, I might be fucking the, the the bad body. I mean, a nice body, ugly chick. You know, woo woo, Oh man. <laughs> if you made it, if you made it to this part of the show, you fuck with us. <laughs> okay, so don't, don't 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 hit me on the DM. Oh, Brian, you toxic. I'm right. I don't want to hear none of this shit. If you if you at this end of the part of the show, either you like matter of fact, I'm gonna answer the question, but. Fuck you niggas out here. That don't listen to the beginning part of the show, but y'all fast forward just over here and talk shit about the show and me. 
don't fast forward. Listen to all the good shit we were saying and how we clown niggas earlier. Emphasis on you. They really be fucking you up. <laughs> you feel me? So if you fast forward just to listen to our toxic take, that's on you. But I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I might have to go with the ugly, but nice real body, though. You marrying it or you just clipping it? She go the pretty girl gonna get ugly as she get older anyway. How you know? It's some it's some fine seventy year old woman. Like don't do that. It's some pretty ass. They they, they keep their skin tight. Like their bodies is nice. They got that well, woman. Nice body. I'm talking about coke. I'm talking about my damn. Talking about ass tits and thighs and look like a French bulldog. You gonna kiss her? Hey, the light. Her, her drooling ass. You gonna Lights take her? Off. You gonna Lights take her outside? You gonna take her outside? We, we, ne- we never, we never have a light on. Set. You gotta take her outside, <laughs> and I'm gonna make fun of her ugly ass every fucking time I hey, see her. That shot going crazy. You gonna? I'm gonna be like in that. In that you scene, married that her, nigga? Fuck out of here! No, that's that. You a sick nigga? I'm sorry. I'll be shallow as fuck. Mm, she better had a. Be- mm. I'll take my little laundry bag what, built, what, baby. What is she shaped? What is she shaped like a box, my nigga? <laughs> That's fine. Boxes got edges. It's okay. She assume the position. It's fine. My kids will have a oh. chance. I'll pay for it to get fixed. It's cool. You can't fix an ugly face. It's still gonna be ugly no matter what you do. You could do. apply makeup on it. These girls apply makeup all the goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. Be ugly behind that. What's shit. ugly? <laughs> what, what's ugly with a slash of pretty? Still ugly as fuck. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, put a little dash on it. Put a little season. I ain't gonna on front it. though. It's I ain't gonna front cool. though. I ain't gonna front though. Full transparency in college, if you had a bad body but an ugly face, I was trying to kill it. I was going. I was going sweet talk the shit out you. I'm still trying to kill it now. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say back in the day, you was thick, but your face was a little. I was like, "Oh, you ugly bitch, come here!" You can't even tell because I have seen some makeup, some makeup transover. Like yo, when they start, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a dark skinned girl go light. I've seen a light skinned girl go dark off of makeup. <laughs> it don't matter, but that body can't change. You feel me? That that is the end of the BBL era, bro. You can't even do the BBLs no more. Fuck that. She got it's no, the end of it now. That's fine. My baby girls pretty. are tired. Girls are tired of sitting on them on them donuts, sitting with their ass up in the air in the in the airplane. They're tired of it, slick. So you gotta deal fuck with your bad bitch. Of. My pretty bitch gonna hold it down. I can take her to business meetings. I can't take my pit bull outside. They gonna call animal cruelty on me. Fuck wrong with you. That's why you have a side chick. My God. So you gonna get the ugly bitches to cheat on her anyway? Why? How does it? You're a fuck. Matter of fact, yo, get us out of here, bro. (laughs) You fucking scumbag. (laughs) Well, hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, once again, stream Todd Grant. No, <laughs> I keep them all. Shout out Todd Grant, yo! No one cares. A single out now on all DSPs. We really appreciate yes, you pulling and up. It will be the the link will be in the description on all social media and on the podcast episode of whatever page. But yes, please follow us on all social media. At this might not go. If you brand new deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. Please leave us a five star rating and a review. It helps with the algorithm. You already know what it is. It's the host with the most. Hemi Butler, him Duncan, Mr. Him Hemi like Beanie Man. Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick Grayson. Please leave your Rottweilers at home and bring your pretty chicks outside. Y'all be great. We out of here. To cow. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick gon' talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Ah, this might not go. <laughs>
not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.